So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back for part two of the season, which started with Belgium, a.k.a. home of the EUHQ Boo Hiss Few. Glad to be out of that bull and chain, but also free of bureaucracy was Pierre Gasly, who no longer has to do what Red Bull said, as he is no longer driving for Toro Rosso, and Albon was giving the unluckiest seat in F1. Now, this was emotional. Leclerc held off Hamilton and won. Signs didn't even manage to start. Remember what happened to Verstappen on the first lap? He was Kimified, I believe yeah. that's the word. Oh, Reckon Kimmy him. got him at La Sauce, I, th- I believe. La Sauce. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I believe that's what happened. And now, a question for Jack from Ian Martin. Jack, you argue that Hamilton is better than Schumacher because Hamilton has never employed underhand dirty tactics. Have you forgotten Australia 2009? Ooh. Okay. I have think, I forgotten I think, Australia 2009? I think for the record, have. I have. Okay. <laughs> for the record, Hamilton overtook Yano. No one here is fact-checking me, to be clear. But Hamilton overtook Yano Trulli yep. under the safety car. Yeah, yeah. Great knowledge. And then yeah. he got taken to the stewards and Dave Ryan supposedly yes. told him to lie to the stewards. Dave Ryan got fired. Yeah. So... Yes, I accept that that one specific moment, Hamilton shouldn't have lied to the stewards. He was only following orders, which we know in history (laughs) is always fine. I'm not not adhering to that. I'm not accepting that as an excuse. But that's one thing where it's not... To me, that is different to deliberately driving someone off the road. That's where my underhand tactics yeah. differ. That's a reaction to that incident rather than a rather than a ramming. So I stand by that piece I did on the BBC Sport website that you can all watch. Well, I think the rest of us think that he's just as bad as Schumacher. Do you? Yeah, I think so. We all in agreement there? I have no opinion on the matter. Okay. No, he's better than Schumacher. And Schumacher was a cheat. No, you're right. It's true. Good as Schumacher was, he was not averse to... Parking his car in Monaco, <laughs> yes. which is, sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> Monagas people can't get speeding tickets or erections. Really? <laughs> Shush. If they really? speed outside of Monaco, there's some. It might have changed now, but this was true a couple of years ago. You can't. Then the French authorities have no jurisdiction. Is this only in France or Europe? Because tra- Monaco aren't in the EU. Try that in Switzerland. Give it. Well, okay, give it a go. Let's get. Charles Leclerc to give it a go. All right. Well, you know him. Yeah, I'm not going to say go speeding in Switzerland for me, mate. Monza! 
The Italian Grand Prix was where Leclerc became king of Italy. Vettel effectively handed in his notice and Bottas got a gold star for trying. Qualifying was gloriously daft F1 win with all of the field trying to bunch each other up and running out of time. Should there be more of this? Yes. It was hilarious. It was the best part of the season. It was so <laughs> Formula One. Just like, is there ever a more Formula One thing than some of the most clever engineers and statisticians in the sport not noticing that they're going to run out of time on a lap? Come on. That's funny. That, I hope when they all got back in the car, they all just got out of the car and went, sorry. Brilliant. I think they should, they should introduce random times for sessions. So they just go... What, like an elimination qualifying kind of thing? No, no, no. They just go, right, it's Q1, it's 10 minutes, but actually it's seven minutes. And they just say randomly, there's only one minute left. And so if they just out. drop in a one minute to go bomb. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I they like it. It could be at any time. I was going to say something boring that you wouldn't have liked. Move on. I would like it. I would like it. No. Jack. <laughs> So there's a question for you here. So this is where the argy-bargy between Vettel and Leclerc got real. But we're going to ask you, what's the gossip? Vettel, Leclerc. Mortal enemies. Who hates who? Have they kissed? (laughs) (laughs) I, I am quite at odds with... Andrew Benson on this. You may be aware of the BBC's chief of former writer, Andrew you Benson. You are the only person who is at odds with Andrew Benson, judging by the internet. Everyone Have else you loves him. him? <laughs> right, so Benson. Do you call everyone by their surname? Yeah, Nichols. Pretty much. Saunders. Oh, that's a good one, isn't it? You're going to say Schmerry, weren't you? <laughs> wow. A lot of people disagree with Andrew Benson on a lot of things. I agree with him on a lot of things, but I disagree with him. I don't think there's that much going on at Ferrari, like physically or literally between Leclerc and Vettel, because you don't see They seem still quite amicable. You think of the tension when Hamilton and Alonso were teammates at McLaren, you're like, whoa, that's some serious stuff. You know, even when you saw it with Alonso and every teammate he's ever had. <laughs> you know what I mean? Leclerc and Vettel, they're still kind of fine. And okay, there's there's stuff bubbling under for sure, and there's the whole who's the number one for sure, for sure, for sure. I don't buy this whole they hate each other thing. Well, okay. That's not such a good story, though, is uh, it? It's not a great gossip, but, but it's against of... the gossip that all, all you hear is the gossip of they hate each other. But rather than against each other, what about the dynamic within the team, as far as you can gather? Is, is it the point now? Because it seemed that Vettel was Schumacher-esque in gathering the team around him. You know, he spoke Italian and all this kind of jazz. And then Leclerc's come in and he's making Vettel look a little bit silly. And he also speaks Italian and he's the great young hope and all this kind of jazz. Well, here's the thing. You can gather a team around you and everyone can love you. And that's great. If someone comes in who's better at the sport, you're going to prefer them. I could go into an F1 team alongside Alonso, right? I reckon people at McLaren would like me more than I like Alonso. I'm a lovely guy. Yeah. I'm a lovely guy. But Alonso is going to be quicker, so all the focus is going to go on him. Like, that's just a... You know what I mean? So, like, Vettel's come in and he's built the team around him, blah, 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 Schumacher-esque. But Schumacher had the minerals wow. to back it up with. Okay. Whereas Vettel... Seemingly does not. So at the end of the day, quality is king. 
when it comes Agreed. to people liking you. And so if you're liked and great, then you get into Schumacher dominance. Wow. Or Hamilton. Or Hamilton. But if you're one or t'other... Alonso. Yeah. Singapore. Apple. Vettel <laughs> <laughs> shook off his troubles to actually win a race and frankly destroyed the prevailing media narrative that he's shit now. But still, Leclerc got moody about it and no one commentating mentioned the lights. That's very pointed. <laughs> yeah. Mentioned the lights? The lights Singapore, Singapore is lit up. Oh, yeah. By lights. It used to be all that anyone ever talked about. Now it isn't. Oh, so you listen to the Five Live coverage? Yeah. So basically. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I didn't mention the lights once. No. no. Really? I mean, no, well, well, then I, 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 I apologise then. Shit, I feel awkward now because I didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Not once. But I believe that you wouldn't have. <laughs> Is it your strongly held belief? Yeah. And that's opinion. enough. That's Sparks enough these fly days. in the pitch darkness of the Singapore night. Ooh. Oh, oh see, that's, that's why he's a pro. And oh, a poet. It's a poet. It's a phrase Crofty used. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sochi, the Russian Grand Prix, where a British driver wins, but there is no evidence of interference. <laughs> so, but the question here is asked by John Terry, Jack. Does it annoy you when your assessment of the race is ripped apart by Palmer? Who <laughs> obviously knows a bit about racing. Yeah. Uh, does it annoy me? No. The, the difficulty with Palmer is that we, we agree on a lot of things. When I worked with Alan McNish, and I love the little man a lot, but he, like, I would disagree with him quite a lot. I very rarely disagree with Palmer. When Palmer disagrees with me yeah maybe I'm a bit hurt because wow oh here we go because well he's Jolian Palmer he's Jolian Palmer he's FF1S MOTM FF1S 2019 of the day of the match it wasn't 2019 it was like no okay it was 17 but it's basically royalty yeah so Mm. I guess I guess it does but he's the expert in it so well when you're not like at the races I'm not saying you hang out all the time but when you're kind of in a bar or something is there just a general coolness that he has from being an ex-Formula 1 driver which you just can't match do you feel that do you feel like he has that kind of star quality no (laughs) (laughs) no he has a coolness because he's a he sort of has that he has that being rich swagger thing. about him <laughs> <laughs> like, he has that his dad owns like most of the racing tracks in Britain <laughs> thing. He is a, he's a regular guy yeah okay yeah with a name like Jolian very yeah, regular yeah. he's just your everyday guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a he's a, reg, he's a relatively regular guy relatively sure. in terms of in terms of we've only been on his private jet once oh <laughs> has he got he's a private jet a oh no his dad has oh that yeah. he shares with a business partner, blah, 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 blah. Oh, of course. We yeah. all do that. Yeah. yeah. So he just texted me asking if I wanted to play five-a-side again next season. Five-a-side what? Repl- Football. Oh, not polo. No. <laughs> okay. Elephant polo. Water yeah, polo. no, I'm the horse. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing. And not the prancing kind, I can tell you. We didn't oh. talk about Russia, should we? No. Nah. All right. <sighs> Banned. Suzuka. Sebastian Vettel did a very Vettel type of full start. <laughs> 
by going before the light but then stopping and not gaining an advantage. Go Seb! Leclerc and Verstappen had a coming together. Leclerc got all the penalties for causing the collision and then for driving with an unsafe car. Anyway, all of this meant Bottas won, which was nice for him to keep his championship hopes alive. Or did he? No. No. It was all over by then, wasn't it? Yeah. I it, was it was all over in June. It was all over by Bahrain. But when was it? Uh, mathem- I had to give it Montreal for me, it was done. When was it mathematically over? Oh. Well, when he won the title yeah. in Austin. Yes, which was before this, so that stands. No, well, Austin's it was already happened. No, it hasn't. What? We haven't done Austin yet. Austin's no. the next race. No, this is before Austin. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's what Except I meant. it wasn't what you no, were saying, but you've saved it well. <laughs> <laughs> it was the shittiest false start, wasn't it? I always think that if you're going to false start, was it Maldonado a few years ago? Who <laughs> and he just went for it. Absolutely <laughs> claimed it. was like, right, well, I might as well go for it now. Yeah. If I get a penalty, I might as well minimise the impact by going three seconds before anybody else and absolutely pinning it the whole time. To stop after you've done a false start seems like the completely the wrong well, thing Well, I to don't do. know what level of false start is deemed... Like, if the punishment for a false start <coughs> is just to drive through penalty, which will take you about 30 seconds... Well... So you think Why when don't the, you just go when the a green, minute yeah, when the before green, when the green and you lines still up. come out net profit? <laughs> just yeah. go straight through. The grid lines up, you just go, and they go, well, we're looking through the rule books, and he's in the lead. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. don't, even, that's don't even stop in your grid slot. Just as they come round after the formation lap, just pin it Off as soon go, as you come yeah. round the final corner. That'd be amazing. And because to change the rules, it's a big, arduous process. <laughs> that means in every race, they'd all just go. Oh, yeah, you get three or four races. The green flag lap, and they're all just off. Okay, so we've got a Jack question from a listener. Edward Knight said, Would you rather F1 started using dolls of Bernie Eccleston as trophies or Bernie Eccleston came back to F1? I'd rather they use dolls of Bernie Eccleston as trophies. Yeah, it'd be pretty funny. It would be funny and a lot of trophies are bad. That's true. There's a lot of terrible, terrible... Terrible trophies out there. And they'd you'd have be to be tiny. wearing like you'd have to be wearing like a Heineken T-shirt or something like or that. Or a T-shirt yeah. that reflects clothing that reflects the country they're in, or maybe. Oh, and then you could get so the competition is to then get the entire collection. Yeah, of Bernie nice. and countries. And then at the end of the season, like they were doing swapsies. <laughs> <laughs> got, got, swap, got, swap. <laughs> that's yeah. That yeah, that that's a great idea. Did yeah. you ever interview Bernie? Yes. He's a difficult interview, I would imagine. Yes. What did you make? What did you make of him? As, uh, interviewing aside, what do you make of him in terms of him being there and now him not being there, and F1 now and then? Uh, I think you can't knock what he did up until the late 2000s, 2008, 2009, whatever. It was all sort of fine. Like, obviously, fine is sort of the wrong word, but you know, effective. Let's say. And now I think the world has changed and I think Bernie had to sort of move on. Mm. So I think the way it's panned out is just about okay. Okay, that's what we want from F1. Yeah. Austin! Bottas was on a roll. Hamilton moaned about team decisions and then won the championship. Surprise! Good race. Was it? Yeah, it was a nice race, wasn't it? Was the championship... Hamilton holding on, Bottas trying to overtake him. Was the championship ever in any doubt? No, not since June. It was June, or do you think earlier? When I reckon earlier. Bahrain. <sighs> but I don't think after Bahrain you can write Ferrari off. Of because after Bahrain, they looked Bahrain. They looked strong. Bahrain. Bahrain. <laughs> they looked strong. After Bahrain is bold. 
Wow. When Ferrari have literally taken pole position and should have won the race. I mean, I'm using the benefit of hindsight, ah. which I like to use regularly. And I'll be using hindsight at the beginning of next season as well. I look forward to... I prefer rose-tinted spectacles. Do you? Yes. Everything was better in Bahrain. <laughs> Life was just a nicer place. I'm this is an interesting take on... Not sure that's true. ...living in Bahrain. <laughs> oh, no, not for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mike Richmond said... Why should I bother renewing my Now TV Sports Pass next year? Well, you shouldn't, that? because I've discovered this... I know this is a Jack question, but you're not contractually allowed to answer this in this correct way, which is, don't bother, because <laughs> I found that actually illegal streaming is really good. <laughs> oh, my God, you can get really high-quality stuff this year. It's For legal reasons, we cannot condone this action. No, no, no we can, because it's really good. <laughs> For legal you reasons, get, it's not really good, and we can't. You can get proper like HD. Whereas it, on Now TV, it's shit quality. Illegal streaming has come on leaps and bounds. <laughs> I, I have to say. Would you consider... But I never illegal stream F1. Well, you're if, there. if illegal streaming came to you with an offer to do commentary for them, would you entertain their, uh, their approach? Oh, that's a good question. Can you illegal stream whilst you're there? Because that would be like looking out the window. <laughs> Usually you have to illegal stream while you're... Well, no, you don't have to because you get fed the TV pictures. But if I want to watch Sky while I'm at a race in Bahrain... I have to illegal stream. Well, why would you? Because it's no, shit. No, but I wouldn't. But that's the. But this, 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 this is the point. But that's the. You know, that's the paradox that we're in. But basically, what people do is they buy a satellite, they twist it towards RTL in Germany, and they put our commentary on the radio. I'd say it that's was, what people do. It was sadly they, they buy a satellite. Yeah, just to listen to us. Well, no, a dish, not an actual satellite. Right, right. <laughs> Just checking. Okay, it's like, like dish. I'm thinking a Sky subscription is cheaper than launching a satellite into space. Well, I don't know, since it's been <laughs> privatised. It's space has been privatised. Sky are fine, hire me. Okay, Mexico. Uh, so let me talk you through how uh, the FF1S script works. We each uh, kind of write the, the script for each race. We've forgotten to write a script for, for the Mexican. I don't know how this happened. And so all I've got is a sentence here saying, this race definitely happened. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know how this happened. I swear I checked the script before I left the house and didn't well notice done, a gap. Mate. Well done, Well oh, done. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you, you pick it up? Well, I'm sorry, but yeah, I did I 13 of the 21 races. So sick of carrying this podcast. And I just wrote, this race definitely happened in the script. <laughs> so it's falling on you for why we haven't got anything about Mexico. Right, I'll sort this out. Jack, tell us about Mexico. Great. Mexico! Mm. Uh, Max oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even know why that's funny now. Max Verstappen was a bell end under yellow flags. Sebastian Ooh. Vettel was a bell end at the race start. Pushed Hamilton off the track. Can't quite remember who won. I can't remember who the race. Cares? I mean, Hamilton had already script. won the thing at this. Hamilton. It was Verstappen, that Hamilton... Verstappen stayed flat out during the. Oh, yes. The no, yellow that's flags. right, because Bottas binned it into the wall as his, yeah. his want. And then Verstappen came flying through and saw Bottas in the wall and was like, ah, fuck it, I'm just going to keep going because balls to yellow flags. And then after the race was like, yeah, I didn't slow, what of it? And then everyone had to go in. Yeah. And then I think he had, I know, I was going to say he threatened to headbutt somebody, but that was a different no, race. No, that was a different time. He was just a little... Little, little bitch. Little nuisance. And he um, got a three or five place grid drop and... And then somebody else won. Somebody else won. Who the rest won? was history. High Bottas. altitude... High altitude. How is it when you're there? When you go upstairs, you're like, Oof. 
I'm at high altitude. Well, hang on, just when you go upstairs. <laughs> so you're at so high altitude, but you go up another story. No, and then, when you, when you, to be clear, floor, <laughs> when you physically exert yourself. Oh, I see. So oh. for you, it would be masturbation. Hey. You'd, really, you'd really notice the difference. Can we just point out you, you pointed at Terry there? <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> that could be awkward. I love that you wanted to point that out as well. Guys, he's talking about me. Guys, <laughs> that, the masturbation joke, that's me. That's me. I don't know why I refer to myself in the third person. <laughs> why do you think that, Terry? I don't know either. I was having a wank. Um, Is this like one of your stand-up shows? <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. There's more people here. About as many- oh, oh, oh. oh, don't do the joke before I'm about to do the same joke. Oh, this is mean. Now we're like at your stand-up show, yeah. I don't know who won. Uh, somebody won it. I'll tell you who won. Formula One won. Oh. oh. Formula, one- Formula 11. Okay. <laughs> November! Oh, this is new. Oh, the November Grand Prix. <laughs> Guns and Roses. <laughs> it was a wet race. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Sao Paulo! There's so many races. Oh, this isn't even the last one. Let's oh. all merry. Well, it, it okay. is. It is the last one. It's so much to drink. In November, it was time for F1 to head to the home of the worst traffic and the best helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> now, for another result, if you didn't watch the race, you might think it was the romantic rise of the underdog. Well, you're wrong. Three of the top six drivers were out. The two Ferraris crashed into one another. Hamilton got a penalty for crashing into Albon and Gasly stood on the podium, looked into Christian Horner, looked Christian Horner into the eye and said, fuck you. Bit of creative license there. There should be more of that. That was People telling race. Christian Horner to fuck off. Oh yeah, that as well. Oh, did that I'm, actually happen? Sorry, have I missed something? I don't think it did. But oh, it, okay, fine. But oh, that have, was creative license. But imagine if it license. did. Imagine if it did. Imagine if it did. I know you probably can't say this, but... Shakes the hand of the dignitary. Fuck you. Shakes the hand of the dignitary, take, takes his trophy, puts his hand in the air, looks directly into the camera, just goes, fuck you, Horner. It would have been brilliant. But it didn't happen. But it was a good race. It was a great race. It was a really good way to end the season. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, I mean it's really what should have I mean let's just have a little Internet's moment Internet's a bit dodgy in Sao Paulo That's the only thing It's great it's in Abu Dhabi What was the Airbnb oh, like? Oh, maybe the facilities in yeah, Abu Dhabi Yeah, the facilities really in Abu Dhabi Second to Airbnb there? Sao Paulo, you don't do Airbnb in Sao Paulo What do you do? Just like a, ho- just like a hotel Was it a chain hotel or Ruffles. an independent? Oh. You didn't go, did you? Nope, but I'm trying to go <laughs> I'm trying to remember from the year before. <laughs> it was some Novotel or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sao Paulo is a bit of a shame because you don't really... You're not in the city. You're sort of between two lakes almost. Oh. And uh, It wasn't this year. Just leave it. Oh, fine. Bye. Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. By this point in the season, like this point in the podcast, everyone wished it was over. <laughs> but unlike us going Did you through- write this one? Oh, Nice. I think I started with this one. <laughs> it got a lot worse. But unlike us going to the bar for more beer, the team's headed to Abu Dhabi to fight for the sweet taste of rose water. Mm-hmm. Now, despite the fact that this race was just over two weeks ago, you may have forgotten what happened. That's because nothing really did. The DRS broke. It was nearly a Mercedes Toto Wolf wet dream one, two, wasn't it? But what happened? Toto Wolf wasn't there. Toto Wolf did not go to the race for the first time ever. Because he had a better thing to do. Formula yeah. E. Because they're leaving. No, that was Brazil. Holiday. Oh, you weren't there. You don't no, know. No, it was Brazil. He didn't go, wasn't it? Oh well, clearly his presence was missed if nobody knew he was there. At I Abu think it was Dhabi Brazil. Either. He didn't go because he then One did Saudi and Abu Dhabi. Yeah. I didn't say he didn't go. No, I did. Yeah. Well then. Sorry. And then corrected yourself. Facts. 
Was this the one where Ferrari? It wasn't. This wasn't the one where Ferrari rumbled for cheating, was it? It was the previous one. This, no, this was the fuel one. Yeah, yeah. The fuel, fuel they had in the car. Oh yes, yes, yes. There yeah. was that thing where it's like, well, he's definitely, he's definitely cheated, and it's black and white, and he should get disqualified. And then, of course, he wasn't disqualified. Yeah. And everyone thinks that Mercedes are getting all the helping hands these days. Did I, you know what was going on, Drew? How, how easy is it uh, for you to follow what's going on when you're there? So we. Or if you, if you were there, were you there? No, I was there. Okay. I was there. <laughs> we stayed. In the Alsif Resorts and Spa. What was it like? That's that nice. nowhere near the, the thing. It's 20 is it? minutes away or so. Yeah, but there's a load of hotels right next to it. Yeah, but we don't. What do you think? Do you think everyone who goes there stays in the W Hotel? I mean, I did when I went there. You For weren't the there during a race, Phil, were I you? I went to every single race there until about 2014. Well, you were staying in. I've stayed in the W Hotel several times. It's very nice. But while the race is on? No. Fine. Fine. Bloody so hell. you were just lying. I only, lived an, I only lived an hour away. I have I'm never stayed in a hotel in my life. Alsea <laughs> <laughs> resources bar, very nice. Dry, not ideal, but oh. fine. Oh, no. Um, what about booze? <laughs> what? Rose water. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, so we're about to go on air. This news came out, what, quarter to quarter five to race. or something like that? Quarter to race time? Which and is just confusing because now the race is at ten past. So it wasn't quarter whatever. It's no, it was quarter to the top of the hour before the race at ten past. So twenty-five to, to five. Race. No, no, twenty-five no. to race. Twenty-five to race. Yeah, but quarter to five is the time you would say. Um, yeah, but I feel like we're getting say. hung up on technicalities. I here. don't think we are because <laughs> I, I think, think this is important. I think it's vital you understand. It was at sixteen forty-five <laughs> local time. Are you using that time? So, so not seventeen ten. Because that would be the race start, so before that. There's no comedy potential in this. before that. I don't know. I just suddenly felt quite drunk. This is still more <laughs> exciting than the race was. Yeah, it was a bad race. But we find out, I just happened to see it on Twitter because by the time you're in the commentary this? box, <laughs> by the time you're in the commentary box, you don't get any, like, no one comes in with a piece of paper because it seemed like quite a serious thing. It seemed fairly black and white. So I then, I actually ran down four doors <laughs> to the home of Alex Jakes, who was doing the pit lane channel, the Sky pit lane channel commentary give him the news because he hadn't heard the news you know all for one and one for all that's the end of the story really but you're you're in the dark that you probably knew more at home than we did there because were you where's where's the commentary box in the uh, Abu Dhabi exit of the final corner uh, you have to go out under a tunnel okay so it's up not some stairs up a lift so it's not in the media center no because I remember been the, the media, media center Phil yeah I have <laughs> been to the media center <laughs> and what's interesting about the media center at Abu Dhabi is you can see absolutely none of the track from it yeah but the media love to say this like it's important it's very important where was it the new Silverstone one and the media are all like the media are going to hate me now I don't know if the media listen to this we can't do our job we can't see the track I promise you during the course of a Grand Prix no media are looking out the window to see the cars go or what are they looking at then Huh? What are they looking at then? The TV screen with all the stuff on and it and the tiny screens. Big, it's a very big TV screen. Like very high definition. Really you can't good. Go internet. to an F1 race and just watch the start finish straight and then know what's happening on the race. Mm. Actually, I do recall from going to races when they stopped doing the fan vision cameras that you could buy. Oh, kangaroo TV little things. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. When they stopped doing that. It's almost impossible to know what's going on in the race. Yeah, exactly. Especially before, I mean, it might be better now in hybrids, but before when it was really noisy, you can't hear the commentary. No, exactly. It's like, uh, after, after like lap six, when they start lapping back markers, you have absolutely no clue what's going on. No, exactly. So what people tend to do is download the BBC Sounds app or the BBC Sports app. Yeah. And oh, listen wow. Through there, a a, or just illegally stream it. That's yeah. also possible. <laughs> All of which brings us to the standings with Terry Saunders. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I've had enough. 
I've done like 21 standings this year. <laughs> I have exhausted myself. I am mentally dry. I don't give a shit anymore. How many funny things I can say about Hamilton or Magnuson's balls. It's done. We're not having the standings anymore. Not going to have next year. Don't care. Wow. Okay. This is it. Well, how will stand. people know what's going on in the F1 season? They'll have to illegally stream <laughs> my other podcast called Formula One Standings with Terry Saunders. <laughs> and so that means it is now time for Man, Man of the, the Match, match of Driving of the Sports Personality of the Year 2019 of the Year. Brexit done. <laughs> Prize. So, funny story. <laughs> Last year was 88 votes. Was it now? Yeah. Do you remember? Did Check you listen back? Fan. Yeah. You listened back, didn't you? We did the podcast last time, and I did the uh, city URL and everything else like that. Then I forgot to put the website up, and then Phil messaged me the next day going, oh, have you put the website up? And I was like, of course I have. So I did it straight away. And to do it, I copied the website page from a couple <laughs> of years ago and changed all the names and everything. And then I looked at the back end, and it went, it's going to a Google Drive spreadsheet where all the votes will be tallied. So I just presumed that would work. <laughs> anyway, anyway turns out those votes went somewhere <laughs> wow okay so what are you saying well like previous years I am happy to admit I have gamed this and often just made up the, the winner <laughs> <laughs> we're not even trying to, trying to hide it now no okay so who were the nominees again uh, Lewis Hamilton yeah <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo yeah and Sebastian Vettel okay so the public says <laughs> that Sebastian Vettel won. Wow. 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 I mean, that seems... Who, who was yours? I can't remember. <laughs> this is a decision of FIA levels of dubious thought. Okay. Vettel won. So if you're listening, please send a stamp address envelope to FF1S Towers <laughs> and we will send you your prize. Yeah. So you've asked Vettel to send his stamped address envelope <laughs> okay, fine. so he can claim his prize okay, you'd be yeah. surprised how many past winners have done that really yeah. really yeah. although Julian Palmer's envelope like the, there was a space for a stamp it looked like there had been a stamp on there but I think he put it on and peeled it off Danny Kvyat just drawn a stamp <laughs> I thought he was going to be a two time winner you know Danny Kvyat just just came in person round my house <laughs> just one day knock on the door Danny Kvyat oh. what did he say Where's my prize? <laughs> and what did you say? That's a joke, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So as things get even junker, let's go to the state of F1 with Terry Saunders. So here we go. A year that was almost good, but actually another Mercedes Hamilton silver wash of silverware. Ferrari have managed to <clears throat> cheat to get their car fast. I actually wrote cough down there. Ferrari, <laughs> Ferrari have managed to cough, cheat to get their car fast. Honda have suddenly remembered how engines work. And similarly, McLaren have remembered what a car is. Maybe they were holding each other back. Renault, however, are still holding each other back. <laughs> Renault, however, keep trying to copy Haas. But as with every era of Formula One, as we come to an end, we realize that the racing is getting good and everything is converging, meaning that 2020 will probably be super close and exciting, just as the rules change and give another yet to be decided team a five year head start. That's daft, isn't it? 
With the lead times and money involved, obviously it means that by the time we know how fast the cars are and which team has the advantage, it's far too late to regulate anything against it, so instead we just have to put up with years of inequality until everyone has worked everything out. But don't worry, I have a solution. Take all these boring races, your Frances, your Spains and your Russias, and have them at the start of the season, but behind closed doors. <laughs> Let it be a glorified test session where the FIA can work out which rules to tweak without any of us knowing that it was all a setup, and then we don't have to watch the boring races, and the only problem with this genius's idea is that they might already be doing it and we wouldn't even know. Oh, oh Conspiracy X-Files. Think of a race that doesn't exist anymore. No, that's the Godfather. Kyle Army. They're still doing it. Nice. No. Fuck, mind blown. That is it from us. It's goodbye to Full Tromans. Uh, we haven't had time to talk about my impending lack of social life because I've got a small child on the way. Yeah! yeah. yeah. What race was eight months ago? Uh, <laughs> France. <laughs> <laughs> and goodbye to Terry Saunders. We haven't had time to talk about Christmas because I think... <laughs> Christmas is a time for sharing things so if you're listening to this podcast turn to the person to your left and tell them you love them and to Jack Nichols does Jack want to plug anything? I mean you weren't supposed to read that but never mind (laughs) I don't want to plug anything download the BBC Sounds app (laughs) no you can we've got a Christmas show coming which is going to be great actually we've got a very special guest host when you say we the Uh, BBC is it time you know it's Five Live so (laughs) Yeah, okay, we're announce it. I'm the guest host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry's the guest host. Now we've said it, it's happening. It's a man with more broadcasting experience than Terry. No. What? Yeah. It's going to be very exciting. What very is exciting. it, Murray, Murray Walker? I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Has he written for the now show? When are you doing the show? When's this going out? Like Christmas Eve. Oh, right. Is it Crofty? No. It's, not, it's a man... Is it Jonathan Palmer? It's a former host of Formula One on telly. That's all I'll say. Clive Jenkins-Rosenthal. You can say all the names. James I Allen. Anything. Steve Ryder. But also, of course... Steve Ryder, isn't it? But also, of course... <laughs> Steve fucking Ryder. But also, of course... <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, Paul What do you mean you oh, can't yeah. say it's Steve Ryder? I don't know. Can no I say it's Steve Ryder? No one gives a shit about Steve Ryder. Yeah, I know, but what if, like, what if he doesn't turn up on Wednesday? <laughs> Steve Wright. No, Steve Ryder like, or yeah. Steve Wright. Steve Ryder. What do you mean no afternoon? one cares about Steve Ryder? No one cares about Steve... J- apart from his fingers. <laughs> In the meantime, check out our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash for F1's sake. Follow us on Twitter at for F1's sake. You can buy some stuff. Where can you buy it? FF1S.com forward slash shop, shop, shop. Thanks for listening. See you next year. I've been G Grand. Goodbye. Podcast Network.